0: What's up, guys? Rob here with 1012 Productions. This is our next episode of the Create More podcast, and I'm super excited today because I've never met David Sheets, and if you don't know him, he is the owner, co-owner of the Old North Film Company, and we've actually used your services, so I'm very excited to actually meet you for the very first time, but also to learn a little bit more about the business. Uh, Old North Film Company, fantastic wedding film service product uh, that we use personally, Justina and I, and let's dive into it. Great. David, welcome. I appreciate you coming out. Can you tell us a little bit of about what old North film company is?
1: Sure. So we do primarily, uh, wedding films in the sort of medium to high end market in Chicago. We do travel to, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan, Indiana to do stuff as well. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty simple as far as that goes. We do cinematic wedding films, which was something awesome. I would say about maybe 10 years ago started to be something that, that people would do pretty often, yeah. um, businesses that were starting up. But we hit – still, we were early enough on that we were part of that original group, I sure. think, to start doing the the type of films where you would – Sort of try to shoot it like a movie. Yeah. Um, you put music to it. You use more cinematic style of sure.
0: camera and, and stuff like that. To yeah, I start. mean that's one one thing that attracted us to your company is is that type of filming. Um, cool. it, it's something we requested, and who we worked with, we worked with uh, Chris Waggy. Okay, Chris. Yep, yeah, Chris. So I mean, those guys were great. They're, you know, obviously the team that kind of gets everything prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we had specific. Asks when it came to the film and have it be a little bit more on the uh, uh, sentimental side. Sure. Yeah. And they accommodated. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, we'll show that clip. We'll show you the film. We'll give you a link on, on where you can view that, so you can see the style. But we'll leave all of the information somewhere on the screen here. Website, how they could reach out to you. But aside from that, I uh, really want to dive in a little bit deeper. What Old North Film Company? How did the name originate?
1: Sure. So that's one of the most boring stories that we have. Uh, You know, I started the company with two other partners, uh, long lifelong friends. And um, when we started, you know, obviously you want to think of a name. And and really, we just came up with a huge list of words that we thought we could sort of combine to just create the feel of what we felt like our films were going to capture. Obviously, when you're starting out, too, we felt like we... Wanted to come up with a name that sounded uh, like it had some established sure. uh, feel to it. Yeah. Um. Which, even though the company the company itself wasn't established, obviously when it sure. started, we had been working with video production uh, and working together for
0: a really long time. What did you do so. before wedding films? Did you just kind of stay within that that nook there of wedding, or did you do other type of film work? So when we
1: started the company, we were doing corporate stuff as well. And I think our original hope was to do weddings, but then sort of transition more into the corporate side. And, um, you know, all of us love filmmaking as well. That's what we did a lot in college. Um, And so sort of that path that was in our mind was wedding films, keep that going, corporate stuff. Keep that going. And then, um, you know, film projects in the future. uh, That That was the original plan.
0: Um, But. So it's fully all weddings. Are you strictly weddings now, or do you take any additional work? So
1: we do take some corporate jobs. Okay. Uh, Not a ton um, anymore. It was something that we were maybe 25%, 75% uh, weddings in the past. But yeah, now we're doing. Uh, almost all weddings. You know, we're doing up about 130, 150 a year wow. now,
0: and and we'll do maybe five corporate projects a year. Sure. Um, so with 130 some odd projects or weddings that you're doing per year, let's talk about your team a little bit. Sure. Right. So it's not just you out there that's running around, and that's obvious for for our wedding. Right. You know, we haven't seen you. This is the first time sure, we're yeah. talking. So what does the team look like? Is it comprised of uh, employees? Is it independent freelancers? Uh, Tell us a little bit more about how that looks.
1: Yeah. So when we started, it was just myself and and the two partners. And we booked seven weddings our first year, mostly friends and family. We did a few for free just to try to get more projects that people could see so that we could show. Um, You know, we came up with packages that we thought that people would want and then went and did those for free so that people could see examples of each of the packages. Um, But then in our second year... We realized something that I don't know how we didn't realize from the beginning, but we were really limited uh, for how many weddings we could do because of the number of weekends that there are in a year. And that's when weddings take place. Yep. And so we thought, okay, I think we could do um, two in a day, but we would need to bring on some help. Sure. Uh we also cutting back a little bit, we have some acquaintance slash friends who were doing wedding films in Indiana at the time that's where I grew up and and my friends grew up as well uh northwest indiana and um and so we had a little bit of a a picture of what that could look like, yeah, and they sent out teams too, but that wasn't necessarily something we thought we would do from the beginning. that was sure. more of an influence of what style and cinematic films could could look like yep um so then as, as the company grew into the second year and we realized we have enough interest in our, our company, and I can talk about marketing in a, a little bit for Absolutely. why we, why we grew. Yeah we, de- but yeah. we definitely want to talk about that. Yeah. So yeah. For yeah. Sure. Uh, we, we said, yeah, how, how can we do two in a day? We brought on our first, uh, full-time employee in, um, but it was about one year after we started the company. Uh, so then that same summer, we were actually booking enough to where we needed to bring on even another employee um, for both editing sake, because sure. we also edited a yep. bunch of our own videos as well, um, and just getting all of that work done. And so that sort of just continued since the beginning of our company. We've sure. added one wedding a day sure. each year. So a third uh, year, we could do three weddings, fourth year, now we're we're, we're finishing our Um, well, we're finishing our sixth year. And so next year we're going to be able to do six in a, in a day.
0: Cool. So how many, so break that down for me. How many, how many, uh, videographers, how many editors that that you have currently in order to obviously obtain that goal moving into 2020.
1: Right. So uh, eventually, you know, as far as cost effectiveness, um, having full-time people on staff, be people who shoot and edit, Yep. um, you would sort of. It was just too expensive to basically have that many people full time to where you you know we'd have to have twelve people to shoot six weddings next year. Sure. What we have ended up doing is we have the number of people plus one usually. Um, so we'll likely have seven full time employees next year to shoot six weddings, and then we subcontract out second shooting jobs. Now we we work. Really hard to
0: train everyone to be able to shoot with us um, people- i mean that that's an important piece, and that 's one thing for our business that we we 've grown over the short amount of time that we've we've operated ten twelve productions is the next thing is scaling so i I definitely want to dig into a little bit more about how you go about the training to to really train and teach your style because that 's what you said the cinematic style of shooting and being able to put that end product together. It's probably one of the biggest things that has helped your business grow. So, if we can, I, I know you didn't finish that statement, no, but I want to make sure we cover a lot that we that we have today. Is how how does that what does that training look like? Do you, from from acquisition of an independent contractor or an employee or someone that's full time, part time, whatever it may look like, what does that look like? Sure, the training aspect.
1: Yeah. So every spring since our company has continued to grow is when hiring takes place because the wedding season really starts at the beginning of May. It ends at the end of October. And then in those, you know, November through April, um, you're shooting anywhere between, or we're shooting anywhere between five to seven a month, which is not huge compared to what the summer is, which is you'll have 25 a month, um, July, June, you know, and, um, and so that's that's hiring time. So we put out application or we put out um what's the word? We put out Infraiser, jobs or yeah, uh, you know, yeah. postings. What do for, you use for that? We use Indeed okay. mainly. Okay. Um and and so we we do two things. We do one is looking for subcontractors, second shooters to shoot with us. So it's a, it's a part-time job, but it's variable as far as what you're working cuz you're working some weekends and not others. Sure. Um and then we also posts for full-time okay so even people who come in uh wanting to interview for the part-time what we do is we we don't want to have to send everyone to weddings to try to get an idea of what their footage looks like how talented are they because they can send you a demo reel and and, you know you don't know if they really shot it or anything like that you need to see what they can do so we've actually developed a whole Um, sort of training regiment that we do when they come in to apply for the position. So we do a fake uh, groom getting dressed. So we have one of our employees actually put a suit coat on and have them shoot that. We have different stations. That's awesome. We'll have a table that's got table settings like at a wedding. Um, And, and, you know, we give them instruction and everything like that beforehand. We have someone who does a whole presentation about our equipment, making sure that they can use, you know, the equipment that we have. And then, and then we get a sense for what their footage yeah. looks like. And then afterwards, we can b- basically rate them on what was their personality like sure. and what was their uh, what was their skill like. And to us, actually, personality is even more important. Absolutely. Um, you know, as far as skill goes, the there's a threshold where it's like you'll be able to get the footage that that will be within our style. Sure. But if you show up and you're weird yeah. uh, you know well, to the mean, couple
0: Absolutely. I mean, the same thing goes with photographers and and even uh, wedding planners or day of coordinators. You have to be personable, right? You have to know how to act. You don't have to be the most bubbly sure. type yeah. of person, uh-huh. but you got to be able to act and represent the company that you're working for because yes, you could put out a great video, but if the experience while it was happening, Rub someone the wrong way, right. It's, it's it, negative. It's definitely negative. Yeah. So, um, real quick, so we can obviously get to the list of questions that I have. How can someone, if they're interested and in potentially a position or learning more about sure. getting involved with Old North Film Company, how could they do that? Yeah. So, we do only hire in the spring. Um, so
1: we'll we'll always have a, a job posting on Indeed. You know, they can sure. just go look and see if we have something. And by February, we'll almost certainly have something up there um if they want to reach out through email and say hey i'm interested in a job we we don't just discard those we do look at them and, and uh we'll often say check back in in the spring sure. but um even in the spring if they want to email us directly they they definitely can and yeah. and we'll if we like their stuff we'll we'll cool. ask them to come in and one thing i should say about hiring that maybe is a little different in our industry is, is we don't really look at resumes. Um, they're, they're pretty unimportant to us. You know, someone could come out of high school and been working in a manufacturing job and doing video on the side. And then they send us their demo reel. They're really personable. You know, it doesn't make any difference to us. We just want them to be able to shoot weddings and to, you know, um, well, I'll, you know. I'll go ahead
0: and put the contact information on the screen. So if you're interested, make sure that you reach out. Obviously, springtime uh, is right around the corner. So yep. you guys are kind of slowing down a bit. But hopefully, um, you know, you'll be able to help someone maybe learn your style. Because again, the cinematic style is what has drawn a lot of people to your business. That's what drove us to you guys. Uh, and it's it, it helps with the storyline. So let's talk a little bit about the production aspect uh, as opposed to just... Taking beautiful shots, it's a matter of tying everything into the story of the day, but setting that to the right music, the right vibe, the right feeling, uh, different angles. Uh, how important is music, yeah, to to the the, the wedding film? Yeah,
1: absolutely. We uh, we license our music from several websites that we felt had a library. Could you, the, sh- could you share a sure. couple of those? Yeah, yeah. So we would use the, the music bed or okay. I believe that it's actually musicbed.com, um, songfreedom.com. Um, those are really the only two we use now because they've switched from pay per song to license to pay a licensing, um, essentially subscription sure, sure, per sure. year. And you can yep. use any other song. So, um, that really cut down our, our media sure. um, costs actually yep. as well, which was really nice. But, as far as looking for the right music, a lot of that has to do with, the, with what the couple is looking for. Um, obviously, we have sort of like an old North thread that runs through all of our videos, but we want the couple to get something that they want because i a lot of people are coming for us not only for the feel but more for the quality yep. and if they have a different idea, we want to to stretch that way as much as we can so that that goes into music too
0: what was the what was the oddest request from A couple that you've had has there been one um there's
1: been I can't off the top of my head remember the specific examples or example but there have been songs that were chosen that were like this is not going to be good and unfortunately what happens is you know we really along your style right it doesn't yeah it not only doesn't feel our style but I'm sure you can attest to this too is including audio and music in video is part of the overall skill yep. of making it a good story. Yeah. And so when the couple says, well, no, I like this song and then we give it to them. We've actually had couples be like, no, I don't like that after yeah. we edited sure. the, you know, the whole thing. And sure. then we go back and we pick a song and say, Hey, what do you think of this? And, and, and everything works like out. That. So we really encourage people to, to at least trust us. And if they hated it or something like that, even if they didn't hate it, they didn't like what we chose. We
0: would definitely go back and, and make changes, but that almost never happens. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. No, I always have to ask that question because you know we get some requests that don't fit our style or what we as creators mm-hmm. feel it should be like, but ultimately it's the client. The client has the final say. Uh, and I was just curious because everybody has, has a story. Um, we had one regarding uh, um, a project that they wanted something that we didn't envision for kind of the, the vibe of the characters or the individuals in, in, in the project Mm -hmm. to fit alongside there. So it creates a struggle in the edit too, to try to, cause you, it's hard not to go into with a specific mindset of how you envision it to be, especially if you're shooting it and editing it, right. You, you, you kind of have that initial thought that, you know, you're shooting for the edit. So you kind of have an idea, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember how it felt in the editing room when when we were trying to figure it out, and we ended up having to make a couple changes, but it ended up working out. Yeah, and the client was happy, which is which is always good. Yep, <laughs> um, That's the goal. Let's. Uh, w- the, I love this. Let's go ahead. Let let walk us through what a typical week as a co-owner of this company looks like. Yeah, and on a, let let's say during during the busy busy season, you know June July.
1: Right. So, I said that I started the company with two. Partners um, one of those partners actually ended up leaving and doing freelance work on his own totally friendly departure, sure you know one of my best friends I might see him today um so so uh it's just myself and and my partner now Tyler grandholm is his name and um and he's about to have a baby any any moment uh his wife is so that's why you know, I don't know if you ever have two people in, but he, he talked <laughs> about coming in too sure um uh, but his job and my job um have really changed each year. I mean, we're still a young business, you know. We're in our 6th year now. Yeah. And so the changes have been so vast that our job specifically has looked so different. If you think about our first year where we were actually at all the weddings to our second and third year where we started to send out full-time and, and part-time people at weddings we didn't even go to. Yeah. And now we're at the point where he and I basically do the, the, the running and administration stuff of the business and we actually don't shoot at all. Okay. Uh, we don't
0: even know how to use our cameras. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, with that being said, um, the, the transition of being very active in the actual wedding filming, was it difficult to kind of release some of that control? I, I think it was more difficult for me, maybe even than for, for either of my partners and for
1: Tyler in particular, because um, I was the one coming in uh, from a more creative aspect. Our, our other partner, Brandon, was as well. But I, I'm kind of a control freak as far as um, how do you shoot and how do you edit and everything like that. And so it, it was tough at first, but I've I've definitely learned to trust people more and to yeah. see that there are people who are really talented and who come up with you know, new types of ways of shooting stuff that I wouldn't have thought of. And I'm like, wow, that looks really
0: awesome. Yeah. And, and I've learned from too. Um, Having so, that open mind is important. You right. Know, and that's, that's one thing that I've realized speaking and, and just seeing work from other people, other creators, that there's a lot of value that can be brought to it, but there have to be systems in place. And I do have to ask, were you one of the individuals, probably it was a collective approach, but is the systems that you implemented for kind of the trial and error or, you know, try out for the videographers? Was that kind of led by you or? Um, yeah, it was it was more of a group effort. Okay. Um, I, Tyler
1: and I and Brandon at the time, but, but Tyler and I now, you know, we think very similar. We uh, strategize very similar to one another. Um, and so we usually have a pretty good heartbeat on. All the different aspects of the company together, we talk through those things really well. And so, if someone brings up, you know, I'm really nervous about our quality here. Usually, the other person isn't like, "No, oh, don't worry about that." Where sure. they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, that's you know, let's talk about that and figure out how to how to fix that." And we've also had a great team. You know, our our very early employees, uh, as are our new employees, but even from the beginning, we've had great employees who, as they stayed with us, we were we were able to talk with them and say, you know. What's the shooting day, you know, like for you? What's important that these people know? Um, You know, we have a production manager and he looks at all the footage more than anyone else. So, Mm -hmm. like, what have you noticed or any, you know, problems? And so it was really not only the partners, but a team effort of looking at how can we... Create that. Cool. Sort of, cool. Sorry. Tapped. That's okay. That's all right.
0: It's a wafer desk. It's a little hollow. So if you're hearing the bumps, that's probably the table. Uh but the so let's talk a little bit more about the marketing and how you guys have been able to grow the business. Um, for us, content speaks a lot. You post the content that's out there, it kind of spreads like wildfire, but it can't be the only thing relied upon. So what are you guys doing marketing wise in order to get those leads in? Uh social media wise boots on the ground, meetings, Mm. face-to-face, what does that look like for you guys? So
1: in our first year, um, when you
0: start a business, you don't know,
1: any investment seems huge. Um, And so if there's any paid advertising, it's like, this is a big risk for us. Um, You know, the the three of us, we were all married at the time and our wives were working full-time jobs, which Mm. were essentially supporting us. I mean, We obviously made minuscule amounts from those early weddings but like i said we were doing a lot of pro bono and and um and so money from the business was scarce as
0: far as as marketing and um when did that change i i when did that change from starting off to where this started building up momentum and then we'll go back to the marketing because the way my brain works. Well, to, it's the same uh, answer. It. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool, <laughs> so, cool, cool.
1: so we had a, uh, I mentioned one friend who did wedding videos, but w- there was another friend that we uh, connected with who had been doing wedding videos in Chicago for a while. And we talked with him about how he got clients mm-hmm. and he said, I use The Knot and it's been huge for me. So The Knot, for those of you, you know, who don't know, it's a wedding planning website um, you can go there to find all your vendors. You can go there for a step-by-step guide and checklist for everything you need to get ready for the wedding. I'm guessing your wife uh, may yes. have used it. Yep. Okay. Yep. We absolutely yeah, did. For I sure. would say 95 plus percent of our, our clients use it. Um, and so he said, advertise on there it is worth the money and so we were like okay you know we feel like our videos are similar in quality to his if this Mm -hmm. worked for him we don't see any reason why unless he's lying you know that it wouldn't work for us yeah and so we started advertising and and right away uh, we started getting lots of inquiries so
0: so you advertise on there. What does that advertising look like? Sure. Is so, there a sales funnel that, that obviously someone sees something and then you're able to right. capture them?
1: Yeah. So like I said, people can look for vendors on that website. Okay. Um, and there's another one too. Wedding Wire is another one we advertise on. they are vendor catalogs or they have vendor catalogs. So you say, I want a videographer. You go to vendors, choose sure. videographer. It's got a huge list of them with their sort of thumbnail. Sure. Um, and so. How important is the thumbnail? I think it's pretty important yeah. um, You're and you're able to track, you know, when I changed the thumbnail has our uh, click, have our clicks gone up yeah. and we feel like we've come up with one uh, that not come up with one, but we found one sure. that has increased the number of clicks we get. Yeah. Um, and, and
0: speaking of thumbnails real quick, I mean, that is important on any social platform. So making sure that you have a clean, uh, recognizable or attention grabbing thumbnail is very important. So mm-hmm. that's the reason why I brought that up is yeah. visually, I mean, people buy wine just by the way that right. Bottles of wine look. I know right. we're in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's why it's, you know, important. And I'm, I had to ask.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and so from there, basically things really took off and did that answer your second question as far as yes. when so, did that happen? Or
0: yeah. Uh, no, it didn't. Okay. It didn't. So right. when, when did that happen? So obviously you mentioned you're starting a business, you know, Married at the time, wives were probably making a little bit more money than still than married. Was, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay. That's good. So you guys made it through that trial. Uh, but uh, you know, when when from the when you started when you started doing the marketing, was it implementing the marketing through the not and other platforms? Is that when things started kind of shifting? Shifting in terms of how many weddings we were doing. Yes. Okay, yes. Or how many calls or even just how many leads people were right. in. And then you started with, you were able to turn kind of the leads into potential revenue and yes. so forth.
1: So early on, the, the paid advertising on things like The Knot and wedding wire online, these vendor catalogs, they were the biggest um, change as far as our inquiries and our bookings. Now, over time... They have been matched and maybe even outdone by referrals from really three sources: our clients sure. who like our videos and, yep. and you know sh- yep. share them that's with others they're... and say yep. go with Old North. Yep. Um, photographers are are probably the biggest referral source. People who like working with us because mm-hmm. um, that's a big deal. You know that's something the that clients don't see, but the photographer and videographer they're together the whole day. Yep, they're. You know, either stepping on one another's toes if they don't work well together, yeah. or they're they really making sure other, yeah. you know, complimenting. And so that's huge, huge for us. Sure. Um, we just pound that into our employees of like photographers and planners. Planners are the third, the third um, referral source. Yeah. Our wedding
0: planner asked, okay, you know, a little bit more, and 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 it's amazing. Even with us at our wedding, we saw the conversations kind of you know that you saw how well they gelled with each mm-hmm. other and then you started kind of seeing how it, it was almost like they worked together before when they right. when they haven't. And then organically that that kind of shows great experience. Okay, maybe what can what can you do to help make the wedding planner's job easier for the next gig, mm-hmm. right? Same thing for photographers. So I, I can see how that that really, really helps the the referral business and, and kind of word of mouth spreading like wildfire.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think for video in particular, um there is a demographic. Uh, I, they are a demographic. We are a demographic. Of, there's a lot of very strange people that are that are socially uncomfortable. That's um, obviously true in in life. There are are people like that. Sure. But particularly, what I've noticed is in video. Yeah. Um. And and that's not because that's not any necessarily negative thing. It's just the desire to do this creative um, process. It's a lot of introverts. Sure. Um, and, and so when we work with photographers and we come and we're people who are really, you know, kind and friendly and, you know, when you're having the the dinner with them, you know, vendors always have their sure. dinner together yeah. during, you know, the reception yep. and you're friendly and it's a good time. Um, I think that really sets us apart. Sure. And, and so that's important uh, for us, too. You know, I think a, as a videographer or a creative in general, you could think, well, I'm really good at this. Yeah. So people are just going to want to buy my stuff. But if you want your business yeah. to take off, it matters what your personality is and and that you're comfortable with other people and and, and like I said, really kind and sure and friendly.
0: So with that being said, obviously creators or creatives, they're very good at what they do mm-hmm. if if they're getting paid to sure. do it, yeah. right? But what I have found and what's unique, especially with you being a business owner, is not all creatives are very business savvy. So being able to put themselves out there, sell a, you know a service. Uh, uh, can be difficult. So the importance of obviously being successful in the creative industry or creative business or service is you you have to have the certain genetic makeup or, or mindset when it comes to approaching building your business. And that's why I'm very glad that you brought that up Because for those that may be watching it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be for wedding film or or corporate, but just a creative in general, the the importance, if you want to continue to do this as a business, how important it is, is to kind of open up. Now, I don't know about you. I know I'm a little bit of an introvert. I can find myself, you know, not wanting to be immersed uh, in a group of people for a very long period of time, but through the experiences that I've had in, in kind of running businesses and having that creative makeup uh, has really benefited our business because we know how important it is and we find different ways to to take our content and get the exposure and be able to uh, give the user or the client, but also the prospect, the mm-hmm. perception of, of okay, I wanna work with them. And right. in, in receiving that the prospect with open arms in order to obviously increase the chances of getting more business. Right. The more business you get, chances are if it's good work, you're going to be put in front of more people. So it's it's yep. the, the balance of that. And and having a successful business, you need to be a people person. Right. Not always, yeah. but you have to know when to turn it on and, and, and when you can turn it off.
1: Yeah, and you really can't replay, even if your personality is more introverted, which mine actually is, I, I don't. I don't enjoy sales calls or I don't enjoy, you know, interacting with a lot of people the whole day. It's not natural to me at least, but you can't replace a firm handshake, a smile, asking questions. That's something that I, I will give advice to anyone, even in life is when you're talking with someone, care about them, you know, ask about them, ask about their business, um, because people like to talk about themselves sure, um, <laughs> sure. and uh, and it shows that you're curious, that you care about them and not just, about and yourself. I think it
0: also sa- says a lot about the passion of what you do. Mm-hmm. If you're passionate, what you do, especially as a creator, it's always good to get some feedback Sure. on, on what you're doing. And if it's working and people are enjoying it, why wouldn't you want to try to sell it? Right? right. Be excited to talk about it. And, and that's what we, we get excited to receive feedback, good or bad. Um, but it's it's something that motivates us to get even deeper into the the marketplace to really kind of expose what we do because when, whenever we post content, we get if we post a really good piece of content that we're happy with, we'll get three or four leads, and forty percent of our leads right now, give or take, has been through social media. Yeah, we post something, we get a message, hey, you know, can you can you do this type of video for us? So it's. It's important the business. I get long winded as well, sure. um, but it it it's very important to be able to implement the business and the creative side in order to have a successful.
1: Right. Yeah. And social media, like you you were saying, that's a, that's another avenue that over time became really profitable for yes. us too. Um,
0: yeah. So outside of the knot and the wedding wire, any other. S- platforms or social that you have found that is is ge- actually generating leads for you as a wedding film company
1: we have tried a plethora of of platforms and none have had the the um the benefit okay. um, that we're looking for and to be honest any benefit is fine if we pay 100 bucks for a year of advertising and we get one wedding out of it we're gonna make money and that's sure. fine we'll pay that yep. um but almost all of them we haven't. So nothing have
0: you run ads on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that?
1: We have tried uh, mm-hmm. ads on Facebook that didn't um, didn't work for us. Sure. Um, so and, and the cool thing about our company is every time we give someone a video, they're posting it to their own website uh, yep. or to their own Platform. Facebook page. Yep. Sure. Um, so all their friends so and family are yeah, seeing that's... it. You know, it's it's free advertising. Sure. Sure. So.
0: No, we we shared it a, a bunch of times. So, yeah, and sure. People great. asked, and and we we gladly provide you guys as as an option because again, the cinematic. I I'm I'm partial to that type of sure. filmmaking, and and it really helps tell the story. And it's it's some amazing work. Um, moving on. So we talked about lead generation marketing. So the social platforms, really Facebook, Instagram, things like that, are not your heavy drivers. So. Wedding wire, uh, the knot are are your top two. Would right. you say? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, all right. Yelp, Google. Yelp, okay. You know reviews do you do Google on ads? Google.
1: Um, we have done Google AdWords. That was one that we we didn't see uh, as a benefit for us. I think now
0: is is that is that because it didn't work, or do you feel like you're confident in using them? Because we find we're not completely, that's why we have our social media manager that we have for our businesses, but personally as as 1012 Productions, we've tried it, wasn't yeah. very successful, so I, I'm curious to kind of learn, you know. Is yeah,
1: so one thing is that those ads at the top of Google are usually passed over by people, and and we have actually worked our way up uh, to the first page of Google cool. um, organically. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And and uh, just if I could do a little plug for someone here, um, com is a website that has tutorials um, that release over the course of several weeks because it's a monthly payment um, that teaches you very specifically, you know, if you have Squarespace if or if you run your website through yep. Squarespace. Um, Wix uh, is that what you guys use? Squarespace. We use Squarespace. Okay. What's the WordPress? Yep.
0: Um, Wix is another one. Yeah. We heavily use Wix, but now we're on Squarespace.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they do a great job of getting into very very specific aspects of of what can help you, and um, and it was huge for us. I mean, it took us from page twelve up to page one, and uh, and so going back to your Google AdWords, part of the thing is that we where we are and Google's front page is, is a higher percentage sure. of clicks than the the ads. Plus, the first two um, options on Google are the Knot and Wedding Wire, and we pay for the highest positions okay. on those. And yeah. so, even if someone goes to our website, we say, "How did you find out about us?" And they say Google. The chances that they would have found us through one of these other platforms is incredibly high. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard to. Give our money. So i will put you on right. the
0: spot here. You can answer it or, or you, okay. you won't. How much money do you devote to each year? In advertising. In advertising, not wedding wire. Yeah. And which wherever you're you're tossing ad dollars.
1: So between twenty-five and thirty thousand okay. a year. Okay. Yep. And you're obviously seeing the return. Right. And how many
0: years has that been? Has that increased as you guys get are you guys increasing that budget as you get larger? What what does that look
1: like? Sure. So that'll go along with a story that I'm sure you were gonna ask about uh in the in a little bit, but when we, let me think about how to, how to start the story <laughs> and how long I want to make it. Sure. <laughs> um, but it'll get back to your question about advertising is, uh, like I said, when we started our business, we thought let's do corporate and weddings. And then I, as I've said, now we do almost only weddings. That transition took place pretty suddenly for us. So, as far as our business's success, it really doesn't come a lot from our intelligence or business savvy. Um, it, it comes a lot more from there have been people along the way that have been really helpful for us, gave us advice. The advertise on the not, okay, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, yeah. huge. Well, there was another um, business owner across the hall from us at one of our locations uh, from the past who sort of looked at our numbers, and was like, you guys need to devote all your time and resources toward your weddings. Um, this corporate stuff, it's going to, one, you're going to deal with harder clients. Um, the returns aren't what they seem, even though you might get a huge uh, a huge contract. The amount that it's costing is, mm-hmm. and the amount of time it takes is, is uh, abundant. And so he convinced us in a lot of ways. And that was... Uh, I believe our third year into our business and that was the time where our our third partner Brandon ended up going off and doing freelance stuff because he really cared about the corporate storytelling um, type of of commercial products Um, and so we shifted to do weddings and when we did that we looked at our advertising budget and we just said how can we get ourselves out there more and so you know, what's the highest we could pay on the knot to get sure. the most viewership? Let's at least try it. What's the highest we could get we could pay to do this? Yeah. And so we went from that year doing fifty six weddings, I believe, to the next year we did, I think, hundred and fifteen. Wow. Okay. Because we started just devoting all our resources and, and and that was where we got much more intentional about photographers are very important, planners are very important. Um and so that that's when that really increased, maybe from about Ten thousand a year to up to twenty five to
0: to thirty thousand. Awesome. And do you foresee that as you guys continue to grow to increase?
1: It it can't. (laughs) (laughs) We would we would try if if it could, but um you know. The knot and wedding wire were at the very top of those. We actually were on the top of the knot. Oh,
0: so you can't because you're already. We're as high. We, we high pay them as tax. much as okay. we can pay them. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they don't see that. Yeah. They like, oh, you know, got more money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, if they have a higher spot, we'll take a big banner at the top. We would probably pay for it because they're. It's it's very helpful yeah. for us.
0: Yeah. So, cool. So, um, five year goal or five year plan. Like, where do you guys see yourself in two thousand twenty-five with this business? Is it still Chicago only? Is it? I know you guys work outside. You guys are in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Indiana, probably mm-hmm. some other spots. But do you foresee yourself kind of spreading further, and you already are? What does five years look like?
1: So we're pretty big believers in not extend overextending ourselves. Um, you know. This could, this depends on what kind of business person you are. And I know that there's a lot of very ambitious people who think I want to be a millionaire. So I want to just grow as much as possible. I have a family, uh, you know, I have three kids, um, and, and my partner is, like I said, he's about to have a kid and, and neither of us are. Both of us are content. Okay. We're very content people, and you know, I say if I make a certain amount and I can enjoy my family and and I'm not worried that I'm gonna starve, sure. um, you know, I'm happy. And so, because of that, I think we've we've decided let's grow our business slowly. And yeah. in the future, if it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, that's great. And we want to we want it to get bigger, but we're not um, taking big risks to sure. say, okay, let's. Let's open up in this other city, an entire new branch. Now that is something we might do, but we definitely want to fill the Chicago market. We want to reach our highest potential in the Chicago market until we feel like there's uh, we've reached a stagnant place and there's no more growth to take so place. So that
0: you answer my question. Next right. Five years. That's that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's awesome. kind of like I don't know. I don't know where we're going to be yeah. in five years either. For sure, so for sure.
0: For sure. <laughs> do you film anymore, just personally? Like personal uh, projects, you grab the camera at all? And, I don't. Okay.
1: I I am um. I I am not one of those videographers who just picks up the camera and goes and shoots something at home or something like that for fun. I don't know why I'm not. I yeah. love video. I mean, I love the artistry of it so much. I love looking at at a, an image, a moving image, um, and I can appreciate that the cinematography in in films mm-hmm. is just. You know, very important to me, but for some reason, I don't get a huge kick out of just going out myself and, and shooting it. I also prefer planned okay. um, shooting. I prefer yeah. storyboards, yep. and and uh, so
0: do you do that? Have you implemented that into? Uh, obviously, there's there's in some cases not always, and there's there's room for creative exploration but have templates for weddings? Do you do you have those? Do you encourage them?
1: So we we pretty much use our existing content as sure. a way to show these are the shots that are really important to us. Also be creative on the day. You sure. know, make sure you get these, but but use your creativity yeah. too. So we don't have to draw those out. And I should say for for listeners if you don't know what a storyboard is in video, you know, it's it's essentially a sheet with Rectangles uh, that look the size of a screen and you draw out, you know, this is what the shot is going to look like. Here's this guy standing here. Um, you know, this shot's going to move in slowly. You write that down. Uh, and so you'll have, you know, sheet after sheet after sheet if you're making a, a film yeah. um, that's going to show what the film will look like. I wish like.
0: I was more like that. I'm probably the opposite, trying to learn how to be more uh-huh. planned and, and regimented and, and diligent on, on, on doing that. But it does go a long way. Because it makes the production a lot easier when you already right. know your shot. Uh, my brain doesn't work like that yet. I'm trying to get it that way. Right. Uh, but that's that's very interesting to know, and it's also very interesting to know that you don't go out there and, and, and yeah. shoot still. Yeah.
1: Every, everyone's different. Um, you know, as as far as my what led me into this job is I love. I love filmmaking and I, I love films, uh, movies. I love going to the theater. I go every week. You know, it's, it's one of my favorite places to be oh. is sitting in the theater. Um, and as far as making, let's say, feature films or, or short films, that's something that I, I still am interested in for the future. Uh, and so, you know, as we build this business, as we um, sort of continue to build relationships. I foresee in the future us being able to maybe in the off season work on different projects or use Mm -hmm. any sort of free time to do things. And our employees, a lot of them care about that as well. Um, for a lot of video people, that's sort of the peak of what you'd like to work on is even independent, you know, feature film. And, um, and so a lot, we have a lot of employees who work on independent projects like that in their, in their free time. And yeah. I'm, I'm really no different than that, but that that's planned. And so yeah. that's why I, if I get out the camera, I want to know I'm going to get, sure. you know, this certain sure. shot. So
0: yeah, I've got a couple, a uh, couple buddies that are, and, and that's how they are. Um, their plan, they asked me, so what are we shooting? Like, what does it look like? I don't know yet. Right. <laughs> yep. So that's, that's, that's cool to know. Uh, just a couple more questions and we'll wrap it up. I know you got to get back to back to the city there. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed the video industry changing over the last five years? You say you guys have been in it six years. I mean, there's a lot of changes, obviously, mm-hmm. of people coming into the business as videographers and creatives. Have you have you seen a difference, a change?
1: Yeah. As far as wedding videos, I would say that the market has become such that almost everyone's doing cinematic film. So you have to find a way to, to stand out, not only through advertising but through relationships. Sure. Um Another huge aspect that I'm sure you'll know about is just technology with video has changed so much. Everything's become much cheaper to get a great image, which is awesome. Yeah the downside is, is that everyone can get a great image. Now, um, now that's where skill comes in, into play, you and know, story
0: to be able to tell that story, uh, right? And, and cre- you know, obviously, the shot angles, you can have a great camera, but if you don't know how to use it, right, right, you're able to get a good quality shot. But the different ways to construct a shot is, is that's where we've seen a lot of our response. And especially from, Wedding films, um, you really you really need to have that unique shot. It's just like we talk about drone footage, and I'm sure you guys use drone footage in some of the, some of your films, that everybody is now able to get their hands on a drone mm-hmm. and everybody's shooting up really high down, yep. looking down on, on, on mm-hmm. a, a bunch of buildings. But it's those unique perspectives and how you get that camera into certain spots right. that can really drive the emotion and pull emotion out of the viewer, which from a cinematic standpoint depending on the vibe, is very, very powerful, which then reinforces the power of what you're able to accomplish for a potential client and prospect.
1: Yep. For sure. And I think, um, I definitely think that's true. But I also think that, you know, when you get the ability for everyone to at least have the camera quality, it does still, some of those people who might be skilled just like you are, but couldn't afford the nicer equipment. Yeah. Now they're there. Yep. equal with you, so you know, kind of levels of playing field. <laughs> right. Really for, for those who have the skill, you yes. know, which is, it's cool. I, I, I'm not, I don't feel threatened by that or anything like that. It, it's, it's awesome. I'm glad for, for, for that part of our industry that people are able to get their hands yeah. on on some really high quality
0: equipment. Cool. So give me your most memorable failure first. And then okay. obviously we'll talk about a success here. But what's okay. the one thing that that sticks out? And it could be you first year in and you show up to a shoot and you don't have enough battery. Like you don't have you didn't bring in enough, enough batteries. <laughs> so it's something, so you know kind of where we're going with that. So just anything sure. that you're like, oh I, are you kidding? Yeah. That where it completely blew up. Yeah. The go ahead.
1: No, oh no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so the one thing that comes to mind uh for me is I'm incredibly, incredibly forgetful. Um, I leave stuff different places. I, I can only think about one thing at a time in my mind, and that makes me a terrible wedding videographer. And and uh, even though I have the other aspects of creativity and everything sure. like that 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 uh, that makes me decent, um, but but it's a huge value to our company that I'm not shooting weddings <laughs> anymore um, because there was there was one summer. It was our second summer um so really my first year of doing lots of weddings and at three separate weddings i forgot to mic up the groom during the wedding and now we have we have backup audio and we have nice shotgun mics those are directional mics if you know listeners listeners don't know what that is if you're far away you know it's one of those long microphones that allows you to hear the person Um, thankfully we have those on our camera but they're not as crisp Sure. As you know, is if you have a lavalier mic on someone, yeah. and I mean, I was just so disheartened. It's like I could it's, tell myself as many times as I want. I could write it on the back of my arm, but I just, yeah. I just am really forgetful. It's, so it's,
0: it's the worst feeling. I mean, from from a tactical standpoint, obviously having multiple sources of audio in a production is valuable in case one fails, or you've obviously you know right. in your case forgot it. But it's one of the worst feelings that you can feel as a videographer yeah. is to forget to hit the record button or yeah. you forget audio. It's like, then, then it comes in a problem solving mode, right? Mm-hmm. When you realize you only have what you can work with and it, right. it, that's just, it's, it happens. It happens. So there's, there's a lot of creativity that goes in even after yeah. <laughs> the production. So yeah. that's interesting. All right. So diving into success, what is the one thing that comes to your mind that says, this is really memorable success that has impacted our business? And it could be simple too. It sure, it could be being aware of the ads.
1: Um, sure. Uh, could it be an overall philosophy? Sure, that, it, yeah. that I would say is, I think is best, uh, for us. So, not only hiring good employees, I think that's huge, and I think we've done that from the beginning. And so, if I had to point to a moment, I would say it was our our first employee. His name's Tin Win. He is now a great friend. He does freelance now. He's not with our company full time anymore. He still shoots with us sometimes. Um, but just a great guy. And when we hired him, he had absolutely no video work to show. And so we said, just go out and sh- shoot something uh, to show us that you can shoot even at least a little bit because we love your personality. Yeah. And I think if you hire people who who are, are great people, um, just understanding people—people uh, people who who uh, you can talk to and enjoy—which um, is just a good indicator that other people will as well. Uh, sure. That was huge for us, and um, and we've continued to to do that is find people who who more their personality is a, a benefit even more than their skill because the skill can come. You can yeah. t- if you get the if you get the sense that a person is a well-rounded. Um, well-thinking person, yeah. then you can teach them the skill that they And they're need. open. They're open Right. To if they're yeah. humble. I mean, yeah. humility is huge. Uh, it's something that we really look for in our employees. And then if I can say one more thing, I sure, know <laughs> you absolutely. only asked me about one the floor thing. floor is yours. Uh, but while we're on employees, I think something we really try to do well, and hopefully if my employees see this, they'll agree, or they'll just <laughs> <laughs> roll their eyes. I don't know. But I think that one thing that Tyler and I try to do really well is have good com- communication with our employees and just Really help them feel like, you know, David and Tyler care about me, care about my job, they care about my thoughts, what I what I feel like we should change. If I have a grievance or I'm frustrated with there's something they're doing, I can yeah. bring it up to yeah. them, and they're not gonna be defensive. And it says and a lot mad. about le-
0: leadership, you yeah, know, being able to have that open quote unquote open door policy. Yeah. But you hit the nail on a head communication relationship, and 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 just by sitting with you for this last hour, uh, I could tell that that's something that has been a a strong uh, contributor to your success. Oh, great, thanks. Yeah, so um, with that being said, the last final question that I'd like to ask, if there was someone that was looking to get into the wedding film production industry uh, or that has just started and kind of they're navigating their first year Mm -hmm. or two through it, what would be one piece of advice that you could help them with by providing them?
1: So... This is my depressing advice. or This is my non-Oscar speech advice Don't that me. I give others. But um, this could make me sound arrogant, uh, certainly, um, and hopefully not. But, but talented videographers are pretty rare. And so my advice to, to those who are looking to get into a creative industry is ask people who you know will be honest with you if you have the skill that it takes and that can be really depressing especially if you just spent uh 100,000 dollars at Columbia going to school you know yeah. to, and and yeah. that happens we get yeah. we get applications all the time literally hundreds of applications when we post jobs we see their demo reel and it's like man you just spent a lot of money yeah. and you clearly don't have it and not only that but you you pretty clearly won't have it yeah. um and and so so i would say that talk with people who who will be honest with you yeah. um it, it's something that I did I, I thankfully got a favorable answer from people who I think would be honest I remember talking with um you know when I was deciding to do this company and feeling like it was kind of crazy um and even I was trying to be my own worst critic but sure. I had I had those who were like no this is something you've always been good at um and I think you can do it and yeah. and they weren't just people who were trying to make me feel good sure so
0: I mean that that says a lot about also asking that question. That's very people that are willing to be straight shooters with you. That's hard to find. (laughs) It is hard to find, Uh, but also really taking on the free projects, right? Smaller projects and posting your content. Um, Not saying that you know you need to rely on likes and comments, but you'll be able to see with people that you run into. They may not engage with your content wherever they see it, but the next time they see you, they will bring it up. And that's, you know, it won't even be provoked, but they'll bring right. it up and let you know, Hey, I saw that video or, you know, that's great stuff. You know, what are you doing? People that are interested generally think that you're doing some good things. And that's yep. also another way that we have found is we post the content and a lot of stuff, how we grew our business was free content, yeah. um, putting it out there just to show what our, our, our capabilities were, our, what we were able to accomplish. So yeah. that's, that's very helpful information and, and very, very, uh, very uh, good advice that ask and people will probably tell you if, if you're open to receiving yeah. good and bad criticism. Because it's so, a big risk. Absolutely. Starting a business
1: is a, it's actually a terrible risk. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I mean, but the thing is though is you should have those answers first before right. kind of going all in. Yes, and exactly. And buying, you know, a ton, a ton of, equipment, of equipment, thinking that the mm. equipment is going to be what's going yeah. to create a... a Taking out a
1: product. loan, you know, <laughs> something yeah. like that. It's a big yeah. deal. So
0: Cool. Well, David, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, this has been Longer than our normal podcast, but probably one of the most informative. It's The dynamic is is amazing whenever you speak with someone for the first time because you have a lot to learn and you don't have what's in the back of your head, what you already know and, and trying to kind of mm-hmm. pull that out. So thank you so very much yeah. for joining us today. Uh, again, Rob here with 1012 Productions. You've been watching and listening to the Create More podcast. This is David Sheets, co-owner of Old North Film Company. Uh, we're going to leave his contact information at the bottom. If you've got questions, reach out. But again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode.